Hey listener, welcome to the Comic Relief Podcast. Hope you survived the experience. The Comic Relief Podcast is an unscripted discussion about the pop culture surrounding comic books with your hosts, Uncanny Thomas Logue and Mighty Michael Moran. All right, this is Tom. The Southern California Comics Free Comic Book Day has officially begun. It's 9.45 and the people are pouring in. Maiko is right across from me uh, helping people with a pop-up tent that he brought because they didn't bring one. But it looks like they're setting up very quickly, so I just wanted to start this real quick. All right, on the mic, on the mic. Check, 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 check. We're recording. Is this thing on? What's up, man? This is uh, our third annual free comic book day event at Southern California Comics. This is the third year in a row that we've done this now, right? When they invited us, we, yeah. we oh, brought the cool factor. Well, that's when it, that's when it peaked. Oh, yeah. Crowds showed up for us specifically. Absolutely. We brought the uh, the heat. Except for today. That's it. the rain. Today's raining and it's cold <laughs> and it's wet. And I don't Thor like it. is upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just jump in. Let's talk about Civil War. Oh, my God. Such a good movie. When I saw it, like mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about it earlier, like I was so involved. Like when I first sat down, I was like, okay, Okay, this is going to be a good movie. I have faith. You know, Winter Soldier was really good. They're knocking it out of the park. This is going to be awesome. But when I sat down and the movie started, like, it put its hooks in me. Yeah. And I forgot, literally, I forgot I was in a theater. And there were times, many, many times, where, like, something would happen and I would just go, oh, or oh, shit. You know, I was freaking out loudly yeah. in the movie because yep. I just forgot that there were other people around me because I was so involved in what was happening. You were not alone. I did the same <laughs> thing. The uh, My cousin sitting next to me, I, I felt him and heard him jump a few times. Uh, it was, you know, you know, it, it, that's uh, that's a testament to the Russo brothers. You know, yes. the, the Russo brothers directed The Winter Soldier. Which, uh, amazing. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Like, oh, go ahead. I'll let you well, finish, no, no, no. and then I'll just, talk. The action, the pacing, the just the cinematography is very brutal. They do fight scenes very well. Fight scenes, yes. chase scenes, yes. action. They do action very well. They mix the sound effects with the video effects perfectly. Yes. You can feel every hit. Every Captain punch. America feels powerful. They yes. all feel power. Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow feels like she really is crunching lethal. bones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she is lethal when she's jumping around on yep. everyone. And jumping around from dude to dude, just knocking them out. She's dude, killing like, it. Like the scene where they're fighting and she, the guy's like getting out of the van and she jumps on one dude, slides across him, kicks the door, hits the dude who's coming yeah. out of the van and <laughs> flips the other dude that she's on. And it was that type of stuff where I was like, oh, because I'm yeah. just watching these incredible moves and like punches and everything. Do you remember the scene where she's fighting crossbones and uh, nails him, zaps him, and he's like, I don't work like that no more. Yeah. The boops. Yeah. I don't and work she, like that. She, and, and crossbones drops her into the top of the manhole of the van and drops a grenade down yes. and closes it. It was so well done. It looked brutal when he, when she was dropped through that little yeah. porthole. Yep. It looked like it really hurt. Yes. And she managed to like, even when even after the thing blew and she fell out of the back and everything, it was a brutal scene, man. Yes, it, it was. It was just those little scenes like that. That the Rooster Brothers just guess what they're doing the Infinity War Avengers. That's so be that's amazing. <laughs> good hands. When I heard how many characters are going to be in this movie, it's like that's a lot to juggle. You know, when yeah. you're handling that many yeah. characters. So after seeing this, I am not worried about. No, the, uh, they basically did two Avengers teams in one movie. Yes. So it was Avengers versus Avengers, and they nailed it. Everyone got their fair share, of, similar to the first Avengers movie in, in a way. To quote what you had said yesterday when we were first talking about this, this was the 
best Captain America movie. Mm -hmm. This is what Iron Man 3 should have been because it's Tony Stark out of the armor for the majority of the movie, which was Iron Man 3. Mm -hmm. But Iron Man 3 was horrible. These guys proved this is how you do it. This is how you put Tony out of the armor for a majority of the movie and still make it good. And still make him good. You could really... Tony was so well written in this movie. In this movie. Oh, yes. You could really feel his desperation and his his frustration And his frustration. He was was so frustrated. Yeah. With everyone. Like, yeah. He tried to keep Scarlet Witch in the mansion. Yep. And then she gets out and he's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why would you let her out? She is in a mansion with a freaking yeah. swimming pool <laughs> yeah. and like 10,000 acres. Yeah. You know, and he like goes off about how great it is to be in yep. this mansion. And Cap is like, no, that's still a prison. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They, they did a really good job of making him just look and feel flustered. He always yeah. had, he was always bandaged. His tie was always undone. Askew. <laughs> askew. He, he had a, you know, a sling towards the end of the movie. He always looked like he was banged up and just kind of. He looked broken. This is what I think they wanted. They were trying to go with Iron Man 3. Yes. That's, that's, that's what PTSD I was saying. PTSD type of uh, yeah. look. Yep. He definitely had that look in this movie. Yeah, and that's why well. I was saying, like, when you said that this was what Iron Man 3 should have been, I was like, yes, this is like the broken down yep. Iron Man. Like, yep. I don't want to be in my armor anymore. Absolutely. Oh. So let's let's run down let's run down a few of the characters here. We've we've touched on uh, on Iron Man. Very well done. Armors were cool. We'll start with the Falcon. Okay. Falcon was amazing. Yes. Very well done. Yeah, and this this. So I loved Falcon in Winter Soldier. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. He was so great. Like, on your left, don't say it again. Yeah, you know, don't, that stuff. Yeah. And then, like, uh, oh, you know, you don't have to help us. You know, when Captain America asks uh-huh. you to help, I'm going to help, whatever. Yeah. But this movie took Falcon and really made him awesome. Yeah. I loved how he was using his wing to, like, deflect As a bullets. shield, like, yeah. Da, 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 yeah. And then I loved, I mean, we already talked about mm. this, but the Red Wing reference. Yeah. The oh, mecha- dude. The mechanical bird uh-huh. is actually a reference to Red Wing from the comic. which His is a, actual Falcon. Real Falcon. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But as we discussed, having a real Falcon would not have worked in this no. movie. So having this freaking drone and then calling it Red Wing yeah. was a nice touch for everyone who was familiar with Falcon to go, oh, yes. Yeah. Love how they did that. Well, because in the books, his, his Falcon, he has sort of like a, a mental link to the Falcon. Right. And he can see through Red Wing's eyes in in the comics. Yeah. Which, I find that works okay in the comic verse, but yeah. in the movie verse, it doesn't make Where as bullets much are flying. sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it being a drone, him being able to see through the drone's camera and with the infrared and all that, it just makes sense. Yes. It's well done. Cool. Yes, and he uses his, his wings as shields. So it's, they're not just a bird costume. Right. Like you said. Which, which <laughs> was hilarious. So like when they get captured and then yeah, they, uh, give they him do his the paperwork. For the yeah. costume. Bird costume. Bird costume. Come really? On. <laughs> He uses them as a side shield, and then he also grows them behind him and just stands behind his wings, essentially. Yeah. It's, it's his cover. Yep. What's your name? Ryan Lutzo. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? I'm good. Do you prefer Marvel, DC, or do you have another independent type company? Marvel. You like Marvel? Yeah. Who's your favorite Marvel character? Hawkeye. Hawkeye? Yeah. Wow, like that's th- cool. I like that he doesn't have like any like super special powers. Powers? But he still hangs with all these guys, right? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Do you know that Hawkeye thinks that he's the leader of the Avengers? Really? In his mind, Hawkeye is, he's so confident in his ability that he thinks he's actually the leader of the Avengers. <laughs> I mean, he's not really, but yeah. are the Avengers your favorite team? Yeah, the Avengers. Yeah? Have uh-huh. you seen Civil War? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. What'd you think? I really liked it. What was your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene was the airport battle. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. They uh-huh. all. 
all shined. Did you uh, did you like the part where Ant Man is on the uh, arrow? Yeah, that was cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I also like the part where he went giant. Oh my god, that was awesome! I actually uh, I actually screamed uh, when I was at the movie when it <laughs> happened because that they, that's his character. Ant Man does that. He turns into giant man yeah. in the comics, uh -huh. and that was a secret that they were kind of keeping and they didn't tell any. You know, it wasn't mm -hmm. in the commercials or anything. So yeah. I was really excited about that. I I, I really I like the the new Spidey. Oh, too. the new yeah, Spidey's so good. He was funny, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was very funny. Uh -huh. Okay, Ryan. Well, thank you for talking with us. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. All, All right. right. First interview. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. All right, let's see who else do we have. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch oh. was such a important character in the fights, man. Yes. She was uh, everywhere. She was, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> she was, at, especially at the airport, she was everywhere. This movie really actually does highlight her quite a bit. I Big mean, time. She is technically the cause yeah. for what starts yep. the real, real civil war. I mean, they're already in trouble with all the stuff previously, mm -hmm. but with Just what to add Crossbones to that. Yep. does, I mean... I was a little bummed that Crossbones kind of went out quickly. Yes. I was hoping he would kind of go through the movie, but it's 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 almost like uh, Batroc the Leaper in the Winter Previous Soldier. One, yeah, yeah, Winter yeah, when he came out. Not a total letdown. I thought it was a great scene, that whole you know, stealing the bioweapon and all that. Yeah. And that fight was amazing. That that explosion scene was pretty well done, though. It's that explosion scene was very well done. Yep, he caught was, he caught a captain off guard. He did what what he knew he had to do. Mentioning Bucky, uh, that threw Cap off. Yeah, that always throws him off his game. In the middle of the fight, you go Bucky, and then he's yep. like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and then pop him in the face. So that was that was well done. I mean, well, that's his only connection to you know his life. His life. Yeah, that's his, it. It's uh, Peggy Carter and it's Bucky. That's it. That's yeah. all he has. And then I mean, in this movie. Peggy Carter passes away. Yeah, which that that was kind of that was kind of a hard hitting scene a little bit, man. Because I've you know you you follow Peggy through the first Captain America through the Winter Soldier where she's you know older older and the then bed. if you follow the Agent Carter series you, you get to know you get to know this character yeah. you get to like this character you you're along for the ride and then to see her her story end it's it was kind of sad, man. Yeah, it definitely yeah. had a, a little bit of emotion to it. A little teary in that in the theater. A little bit. I got a little bit teary. I gotta uh, kind of criticize Tony Stark a little bit in Iron Man's team, she was basically doing the most damage and right. they really didn't focus on her. Like we she were was saying, power she was, gaming on him. Yeah, she was everywhere. Everyone else was just a distraction. She was really putting in some work. Man. Yeah, and she took down Vision earlier. In this. She's probably the most powerful character of. of yeah, with the ability to like alter reality and everything, whatnot. Yeah. She she is definitely someone who they should have probably considered taking out first. So let's transition from Scarlet Witch. I think naturally, let's go into the Vision. Okay. I oh look at that. I really liked Sweet. Vision. So I thought Vision had another good role in this movie. I liked that they kind of hinted at a blossoming relationship. relationship? With, with it was very subtle. Yeah. Very, very, very subtle. But it was very well done. I mean, he's, he's an android. He doesn't know how to act. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like he's going to be straightforward. But I, you could tell that there's there's something going on in his head that he kind of yeah. cares for Wanda. He likes Wanda. Well, I mean, I think the big clue to that blooming relationship was when he's talking to Tony Stark and he says, I got distracted. And this then that, Tony I, Stark says, wait, I thought you couldn't do that. And he's like, yeah, neither, neither did I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, because the commercial, they show War Machine getting hit and then Iron Man kind of cuddling, you know. Yeah. Yeah, his friend who's, who's downed, Rhodey, yeah. And in the commercial, I saw the beam and I was. it looked like the yellow jewel. Yeah. The only other character that could really shoot a, a beam like that is Tony. And, of course, he wouldn't do it. So I, was, I, I wondered when I saw the commercial, was it Vision that shot him down? I honestly thought the Vision would have turned to go on 
Wanda's side because he, you know, he likes her or whatever. Feelings. But I like what they did much, much better. Well, what's funny is so when I saw the trailer mm-hmm. and I saw that scene, mm-hmm. they make it look like it's Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier pulls out a gun mm-hmm. and the next thing you see is a beam mm-hmm. and it hits yeah. a war machine. So I thought it was uh, Winter Soldier that took him down. Hi, do you got that? That's the impression I've, I got. I recognize the beam, the, the bright yellow <laughs> beam. <laughs> one, the one thing that these movies do very well is they'll have like the splash page. They did that, of course, in the first Avengers movie a, a couple of times. The scene where the camera's spinning around the team yeah, and, and they're, they're all right Gearing up, yeah, yeah, and they're in the the center of the city. There was also the scene where, and then we talked about this before, where in the first Avengers movie, Iron Man shoots a beam at Captain America's shield, splits it, and they take down four guys at once. That's right out of the book. In the Age of Ultron book, it was the scene where that the opening fight scene in the snow, where the entire team is gliding across the screen. Yeah, (laughs) they're all running in slow motion. Another scene in the Age of Ultron was the three characters, Thor, Iron Man, and Vision, all blasting. Ultron at the same time. Oh, yeah, at the same time. Right? That beam, I recognize from that scene, from that, that, that... Oh, uh, see, yeah, I totally Ultron. didn't even think that. Like they show Winter Soldier, like take a gun and like aim it up, and next thing you see is a beam hits Rhodey real quick. Uh huh. So they edited it to make it look like that. Yeah, huh? I totally missed that. Oh yeah, see, I totally missed. I that. was I was suckered into thinking he shot Rhodey down. <laughs> that was a good job at distracting what really happened mm-hmm. to me. I mean, mm-hmm. it fooled me. Freaking Rhodey yeah. fell like thousands of feet to the ground. I'm I'm glad they didn't <laughs> do like a whole scene where they killed him or they thought he was dead or anything like that. In the trailer or in the commercials, I was afraid that they were gonna do a like a death scene with yeah. uh, War Machine. No, I like War Machine. Like, I want to see more of War Machine. I honestly thought that, having seen the trailer, that they were going to kill Rhodey because yeah. in the Civil War comic... There is a death. There is a death, and yeah. it's Black Goliath. Yep. Vision is definitely trying to fit in and be a normal human. They have him geared up in like loafers and dockers yeah. and, and a collared shirt with a sweater, like which they do in the comics. Yeah, I thought that was that was really well done. That was a nice touch. Like you like you mentioned, there's a lot of nods to... To uh, actual comic scenes. To the comic scenes. Yep. And it's it's funny because you you'll talk to someone that maybe is not familiar with the comics and they're like, Yeah, that was kinda weird that uh Vision's just kind of hanging out in a sweater and some yeah. khakis. <laughs> khakis. It's and like, like, Yeah, that's what they used to do in the but comics. That's what he did in the <laughs> yeah. comic too. <laughs> he wants to be a normal person. person. Yep. He wants to be a normal dude. He wants to hang out like a normal person. <laughs> this is funny scene too where he phases through the wall and they're like, uh, Dude, you said you weren't door. gonna do that. It's like, Well, the door was open, so, so I, I just thought it was implied that I could just came, come in. <laughs> I thought that was great. And then when he leaves, he's like, I will use the front door. It's <laughs> like, that's awesome. Yeah. The humor was spot on. Yes. Very subtle. It wasn't slapsticky. It really feels like natural humor. When he phases through a uh, giant man and he's yeah. like, some, some dude <laughs> just phased inside me. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, let's jump on to... Um, Ant-Man, so, since you just brought it up. Let's that. do let's do Ant-Man. Okay. Paul yep. Rudd is awesome. So I have to say, <laughs> yeah, in all the previous podcasts, yeah. about how much I dislike Paul Rudd, yep. I have repeatedly said I don't like him. I not don't like him. I just don't like his movies that he's done. You don't like him. You don't like his movies. And then you don't like that it's not Hank Pym. I no, mean, that, I even gave, gave that up. No, but I mean, ori- originally, had, that's what you had said, was that you wish they would have done the Hank, Hank Pym. Pym. Yeah. Kind of all stacked for you to be just like, nah, like I'm a comic not really book feeling geek. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think it all stemmed from the fact that it was Paul it Rudd. It was Paul like, Rudd. Yeah, that stemmed like the many issues I was going to have. But when they had Michael Douglas for Hank Pym, I was like, okay, well, at least Hank Pym's in it. Yeah. So I know there is at least a connection there. Yeah. Yeah, after seeing Ant-Man, I, the, the movie, the Ant-Man mm-hmm. movie, I was freaking blown away. I went in with really low expectations. I knew it was a Marvel movie. It was going to be good. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it's going to be Paul Rudd. It blew me away. I was in tears constantly laughing. And then Paul Rudd as Ant-Man in Captain America continued to freaking be awesome. Oh like I, I took everything I said previously from the other podcast and I, I ate them. And they tasted yeah. horrible because <laughs> I was wrong. I was so wrong, which you're probably used to because I mispronounce all the names. So Michael's usually right and I'm always wrong. So this was another case where I proved to be wrong. And freaking Paul Rudd as Ant-Man was amazing. Yeah. He had a lot of great scenes. When he first wakes up out of the van, yeah. he's like, oh my God, you're Captain America. And he like puts his hands on his shoulder. Yeah. Like, then he's like, I know you too. And, and I know you too. Yeah. But you're Captain America. So well done. So they rewrote that scene because Paul Rudd was starstruck when he met the actors. When he came on set and met all the actors, Robert Downey Jr., how Chris he was. Evans, <laughs> that's how he acted. So they, I guess the writers liked that reaction and it kind of fit the character really well. <laughs> and, and not only that, like he had something to contribute. He was he was oh, their secret definitely. weapon. Tony brought his secret weapon, which was Spider-Man, Spider-Man. and Captain brought his secret weapon, which was Ant-Man. I, 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 there's no who was which one was better. It was just they were both both great secret weapons. Awesome. Yes. And let me tell you, man, I, I was happy to see the ant on the arrow tip scene. Right. That was oh, awesome. So good. But when he said something to the effect of, I do have one other trick, yeah. but I might break in half, I knew right away exactly what he was talking about. Because in the comics, there's so many references to the like the biological changes to going giant. And, yeah, and the big thing in the comic was also it was a strain on the heart. Yes. So there's a lot of like consequences to going to super this. big. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that he opens up with that, I was like, oh, I know where he's yeah. going with this. And he hits the button. <laughs> the when he goes giant, the whole theater just broke out into applause and cheers. Yes. And then Tony says, uh, you guys uh, don't happen to have any other super special powers that <laughs> we know. Does anyone on my team have a super secret power they want to tell me about? And yes. then when they finally take him down and he gets small and he takes his helmet off, he's like, does anybody have orange slices? <laughs> I mean, he was holding his own yes. as, as he was Especially fighting. Especially when he was giant. But when he gives Captain America the little truck and he's like, throw it at this. Yeah. And, and Rhodey's like, come on. He gets hit. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought that was a water truck. That's <laughs> perfect. I'm looking forward to the next Ant-Man movie for yes, sure. Yes, definitely. Which is looking so weird to for it. me to say I'm looking forward to a Paul Rudd movie. To a Paul Ugh, Rudd movie. Who yeah. would have thought? Altogether, the way the, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing it, I'm looking forward to movies for characters that I thought were the worst. Like Ant-Man. Captain America growing up was a goofy character. He was just American flag-wearing Boy Scout. Boy Scout. In a world where it was like the X-Men and Wolverine yes. and Batman and Spawn and everybody was super dark. These characters were all goofy and light. And now I'm really looking forward to the next Ant-Man movie. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? Hi. You want to be on the podcast? What's your Uh, name? Conrad. Conrad. What'd you pick up today, Conrad? What'd you get? I got new Lego guys and my my toys are in here. And and those are my... And those are my comic books. Oh, cool. And I'm so excited to be here because of these new Lego guys. Let me see which Lego guys. Which Lego guys did you get? I got new ones that I don't Oh, get. look what I got. I got a Lego guy too. What's I got his name? Red Arrow. Red Arrow. Oh, you got Loki. I got Loki. 
got Loki, your cat, woman, plastic man, Zam, Bizarro, Iron Fist, Chewbacca. Conrad, you have a lot of cool characters right there. Those are awesome. Which one's your favorite? Um, all of them. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Very cool. Thanks, guys. All right, so where do we leave off on? I don't remember. I think that's what we should I be think marking down. We wrapped up on uh, on Ant Man. Both teams brought character that was uh, a, a member, a rookie, yeah. basically. Yeah, a rookie. And Spider Man was uh, Iron Man's rookie. What'd you think of the new Spider Man? I actually really, really liked yes. it. And I yes. really liked Aunt May, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Marissa Tomei is hot, man. I love Marissa. I've always liked Marissa Tomei. But there's a few moments when the audience burst out into applause. When the words Queens comes up. Comes and up. we Everyone see, knew. yeah, everybody knew exactly where they were going with yep. it. Black Widow and Tony are sitting there talking. They're talking about that they need to form a team. And do yeah. you have anything up your sleeve? And Tony's like, I know a guy. Immediately, the words Queens come up and the audience lost it. <laughs> the kid that plays Peter Parker is awesome. Yes, I he agree. Is Amazing. I was worried because the the, the actor I, I'm I, I'm not familiar with the actor right. The only thing I know about him is that he is a friend of Chris Hemsworth. Chris kind of pushed for him to get the role. He got it, and I've only really seen pictures of him and Chris together. And he looks like an older kid, but they really make him look like this dude's like 14, 15 years old. He's just awkward. He has nervous energy. He yes. stutters. He talks really <laughs> fast. He's fidgety. He's Peter Parker, man. Yeah, He's perfect. Tony Stark is flustered. He's not really the Tony Stark that we met in. Iron Man 1 the or in the Avengers. Yeah. No, he's not that. But in that scene when he's recruiting Peter, we get that that Tony Stark. Oh, back. you see that Tony Stark back. We yeah, get that, that Tony Stark. Snarky, kind of punchy. <laughs> he is in control. He's pitching. He's 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 in a sales he's pitch. What, yeah, he's doing what he does best. Yep. Business. Yeah, that was that was a really good scene. It was a good conversation. They had good dynamic. Um, yeah, there was good chemistry between them. There was two. good, good, good chemistry. Peter Parker already must idolize Tony Stark, right? So of course it didn't take very much persuading. I mean, all you had to do was convince him that, hey, there's gonna be some money involved, or I'll tell your aunt. And what is your name? My name is Liz. Alright, Liz. So what what is your what is your niche in this comic book world? Star Wars. Ooh, you like Star Wars. Firefly. Very nice. Awesome. So what did you think of The uh, Force Awakens? Did you like it? I did. I, I was shocked. How's that? When Han. Oh, man. I, I kind of almost took my breath away. Yeah. But I was there opening weekend in 1977. Oh, cool. I'm old as dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of had to expect it, right? Because Harrison Ford wanted the character killed off. You kind of had a feeling that it was coming, but you didn't know if they were actually going to go through with it. And then when the scene started, you knew what was going to happen. Yes. When he went down the catwalk, your heart sank and you just felt like, oh, here we go. They're going to do it, aren't they? How are they going to do it? Such a sad scene. It was sad. And I respect his decision to be out of the movie. Sure. I don't understand it. Yeah. I also heard online, I don't know if it's true, that he's doing another Indiana, Indiana Jones. Show. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that series too. Uh -huh. I've seen him multiple times uh -huh. also, but if I had to choose, yeah, Han. Han Solo. He's one of the few actors from that whole franchise that managed to break away and not be like typecast. He went on to have a, a great career. In, in multiple it, yeah. genres. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think of the young guys taking over? Ray and Finn? I liked all, oh. all the characters. The I didn't like the bad guy, Kylo Ren. Yes. He reminded me of Anakin Skywalker when he was a teenager, that whiny yeah. 
you know, yeah. too much whininess and too much neediness in there. You can definitely see the relation there. And I mean, he is kind of a part of that, that lineage, right? He is that Anakin would have been his uncle. uncle. You know, it kind of runs in the family, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. I was just, I was wondering, like, where is the self-confidence? Yes, he's young, yeah. but if you're going to be a bad yeah. Where is that narcissistic ego? I think when he puts that mask on, he's that person. But when he takes his mask off, he's just vulnerable. I see your point because mm. when Anakin was the whiny teenager in mm. film two or three, mm -hmm. but then he grew into Vader. Yeah. And then Vader, of course, is one of the Hollywood's ultimate bad guys. So we'll see what they do with Kylo Ren. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, but I think he's a much better actor than Hayden Christensen was. I kind of buy it more from Kylo Ren than I did from Anakin. What is your theory on... Uh, oh, Ray. Ray. Who is she related to? Ray's lineage. Oh, man. I have so, my theory. Who do you think? What is your theory? She is Luke's daughter. You think she's Luke's daughter? Definitely. Yeah. Here are my reasons. Mm -hmm. One, she kicked... Mm -hmm. in the forest with no training she was stronger yeah and luke was always stronger than leah that's true they can't possibly do separate the twins again mm -hmm. like they do with luke and leah yeah it's been done you yeah. have to have that they're cousins uh-huh you're saying kylo ren and uh ray are cousins that would be pretty cool what about the theory that she's uh obi-wan's daughter too old it's too old there's a lot of well, Obi-Wan died as, as, yeah, he died in uh, A New Hope. And Luke was, say, 19 to 20. Mm -hmm. She's 19 to 20. How would that be possible unless she time traveled? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, it's, how old is she in the movie? I would say 17 to 20. She's in that late teen, Yeah. 20. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it doesn't really, the numbers don't add up. Huh? No, the no, numbers wouldn't add up. Disney knows what they're doing. There was a lot of worry with Disney buying out all these companies, but I think, think they're in good hands. With the exception of, I've seen a YouTube of the shows they do mm -hmm. for Star Wars, mm -hmm. and I just hang my head. Which shows? The animated ones? No, the live at when you're oh. at the park. <laughs> and, you know, the dancing Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers, <laughs> and I just kind of... You, you want a little more serious tone? Have you seen the video with the little girl where she um, she's doing the Jedi training class and Darth Vader shows up and where she's expected to kind of like put up a fight against Darth Vader? She actually kneels down in front of him. Have you seen that? No. There's, yeah, so Darth Vader comes out, right? And this little little maybe four or five-year-old girl, she has her little uh, Padawan robes on and a little lightsaber. And Darth Vader comes, on, comes out and the audience is expecting her to either cower away or try to fight him. And instead, she kneels down in front of him, like as if to, to you know. Traitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she folded. <laughs> she folded. It was a very cool scene. Totally unexpected. The, the audience started clapping. It was it was really cool. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I was super nervous, but this sounds nice. Oh, it's pretty cool. It was fun. I was just chatting. <laughs> what's your name, man? My name's Isaiah. Hey, Isaiah. So what's your favorite comic book character? My favorite comic book character is Batman or Superman. Batman or Superman. They got in a fight, right? If Batman put on his armor yeah. and got some kryptonite dust and it actually went down and nobody stopped him, who would win in a fight? Well, I would have to see Superman, but I would have to go with Batman team. Team Batman? Yep, Team Batman. Why is that? Well, Batman is one of my favorite superheroes. I really like Batman so a lot. Do you like that he's just like a regular guy yeah. kind of hanging out with these uh, these 
superheroes. Yeah. No real powers, right? He's just kind of using his technology and his resources to keep up. Well, yeah, he is a billionaire for one. He's a billionaire. He's uh, he's the world's greatest detective, mm-hmm. right? He has all the technology. He has all the suits. He has a lot of Robins. He has got a lot of Robins, unfortunately, man. He, he goes through them quite a bit. A lot of them died. Yep, they do. And a lot of them came back, though. Like Jason yep. Todd. Yeah, absolutely. Have you heard the theory of the Joker from the latest Suicide Squad movie? Yeah. What, what do you think about that? It seems really not that bad, I guess. Some people on the internet are saying is that the mm-hmm. Joker, yeah. Jared Leto's the Joker in Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. is, is Batman's ex-Robin. It does make sense. Right? Yeah, it does make sense. Because that would be Batman cool, right? Beyond, it did sh- show he was the Joker. Yeah. Batman Beyond. Yep, that's a that's a good show right there. Man. Batman, Batman Beyond, Beyond is so good. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you very much for sitting in with us. Well, thank and you. thank you for talking Batman. So I'm speaking with uh, Alicia, my daughter. She usually comes out with me on, you know, most Comic Cons, most events. She's, she's the one that, that rolls with me. So, Alicia, I know you do watch a lot of the uh, CW shows. Yeah. Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh-huh. Which is your favorite character of those? The villain. Felicity. Oh, I hate Felicity. Why, why do you hate Felicity? Worst. Why? We were pushing so hard for Felicity and Oliver to become a couple. No, we were I was never. Yeah, you were trying to ship them. You no, had your fanfic. I was never. You had the Olicity website. And then they finally get together and you want to kill them off. She's annoying, though. She is. She is a little bit annoying. She was really funny at the beginning. No, she, she was never funny. She was funny. She was really cool. And then all of a sudden, she just got really dramatic. I mean, to the point where it really dragged down the Oliver and all the other characters as well. The Oliver can't do anything without her getting super sad and serious about things. Maybe that's how CW perceives women. You think so? Yeah. How so? Because they always have to break down, don't they? Or have well, a man. Think about it. You can't say no because you know it's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch many CW shows besides the uh, besides the, the DC. Comic- they all have to have a man or no. be chasing a man. Yes. Laurel doesn't have a man. But Laurel is different. They have strong female characters. No. He is a pretty strong female character. She's coming on her own. Yeah, but they always have to start off like really like hot mess. Yeah, they're they're all hot messes. Even the guys are hot messes though. Oliver's a super hot mess. What about the Flash? The Flash has strong female characters. No. No. I, I disagree hardcore. Why? Because they're okay. So the what's what's her name? The other scientist. You don't put your cheek up. The on other me. scientist. Hey Thomas, what's the uh, Killer Frost's name in the Flash? Is it Caitlin Frost? Caitlin Snow? Isn't Caitlin Snow Game of Thrones? Caitlin Snow. She's a she's a strong smart no, character. No, she's like what? she's been crying over a man for the past few seasons, <laughs> over and over again. Two like, men, two different men. You need to be independent, girl. Like honestly, Dad. Yes. You remember when you said Laurel was a strong character? Yeah. How come they killed her off? They killed her off. Spoilers. So how spoilers? You know they're just gonna bring her back. No, they're just gonna the, throw her the, in, the, in the pit. In the pit. Yeah, and then she's gonna just come back as they're a different canary. Her they're gonna dip her just her head in. No double dipping, y'all. <laughs> we need a show that. with more strong-willed females. You should watch Supergirl. Shows, I know, I do. That don't care about men. What about um? And we need Agents women of, of color. I don't watch that. Agents of Shield has a lot of strong female characters too. Are they the main characters, or is it one? Yeah. Male. No. Character. Well, the male character, the main character of the show is Coulson, Agent uh-huh. Coulson. But he has May, uh-huh. Agent May, and then there's Sky. 
who became Daisy or Quake. She has superpowers. She's a strong character. There's uh, Simmons, or is it Fitz? It's Simmons. Um, scientist, brilliant. They do have their stories where they're like in relationships, but their character doesn't revolve around it. And the male characters have those similar type stories too. They have so the show isn't based on like relationships. Like, do relationships nope. ruin the whole problem? Like Arrow. Like that's a problem I have. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that yeah. one. Yeah, that's why Flash can sometimes be better than Arrow because yeah. Flash focuses on being a hero. It does have those little side stories, you're yeah. right, but it doesn't hijack the entire show. Yeah. It doesn't re- It doesn't turn into like a soap opera. So what did you think of Civil War? I'm neutral on it. I don't think it's amazing, but I don't think it's bad. If you had one superhero movie that you thought was amazing, what would it be? Could it be a show? Sure. Daredevil. Ooh, good choice. All right, thank you, Alicia. Do you guys want it? Yeah, 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 have a seat. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? Pretty good. What's your name? Lance Watkins. Lance, very nice to meet you, Lance. And, and where is your stake in all of this superhero sci-fi stuff that we surround ourselves with? I'm loving every second of it. Yeah? Yeah, I grew up a fan of Marvel, and now all the movies are coming out, and I go to midnight showing of every single one of them. What did you grow up reading? I got into comics probably after... Um, the first, the first amazing, or the first Spider-Man film, the oh, cool. Maguire one. The Tobey Maguire one? Yeah, and then I think that Christmas my mom came home with like for just a stack of Spider-Man books. Nice. So I started there and traded those in for some X Factors and nice, dude. Went on from there, yeah. yeah, I grew up reading X Factor myself, uh-huh. dude. I was big in the X books. But Spider-Man two for the longest time sat as one of my favorite comic books. Obviously before like the Avengers and Iron Man. I mean. Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock was probably one of my favorite um, superhero movies of all time. Man. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, um, Tommy Maguire killed it in that yeah. in that version of it, and Doc Ock was probably the best villain we've seen in a, oh. a comic book movie at that Dude, point. Dude, Alfred Molina was spot on as Doctor Ock. He it literally looked like he just popped out of the pages. Yeah. He yeah. looked exactly like the character. So, have you seen uh, Civil War? I did. Seen it twice. So. Tobey Maguire, um, I forget the name of the kid from The Amazing uh, Andrew Spider. Garfield. Andrew Garfield, and I don't know the name of the kid from this. Tom Holland. There you go. Boom, so you should have a podcast. Um, who's your favorite Spider-Man out of those three? Who do you think nailed it? Um, like, I appreciated Tobey Maguire. Um, I think Andrew Garfield was uh, a much better Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But then Tom Holland, he kills it in this. Both sides. Like... Both sides. He, he has it perfectly. Like he has yep. the snarkiness. Yep. He has that give and take with Robert Downey Jr. Yep. in those scenes. They have a good dynamic, right? They really do. He does. He has that nervous energy. He has yeah. that like fidgetiness uh-huh. a little bit. And and it's funny because Tom and I were talking about this. He was definitely the the rookie. He had no yeah. idea what's going on, and he plays that so so well. And you could hear it in his voice. It's oh yeah, awesome. Because Tom Holland, he was like twelve when the first Iron Man came out. Yeah. So what twelve year old wasn't a big fan of? Oh. The- Totally. movies, right? Totally, totally, totally. And so that excitedness and nervousness mm. that, that Peter Parker has uh-huh. is honestly probably what Tom Holland is feeling. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He, he grew up watching those movies and mm. now... Um, as now as he's Andrew freaking Garfield, Spider-Man. Yeah, dude. now he's Spider-Man. Like he's, he saw Andrew Garfield be cast and be like, "Oh man, it would be so amazing to be like in these superhero films to be a Peter Parker." Uh huh. And then they reboot it, and he gets a chance to do it. And he gets a chance. I, I'm honestly, I was not a fan of Andrew Garfield. I didn't like that take on Peter Parker. Yeah, Tom McGuire hit the nerdy part of Peter Parker, yeah. but 
I didn't really like as Spider Man. He didn't he didn't no. bring it as much as the snarkiness as that should have been. What Garfield did do in the suit. Yes, but yeah, like I said, Tom Holland he just crushed it all the way around. The apartment scene where you know Tony's recruiting him that was such a great introduction to Peter Parker. Right off the bat, I knew this they got the right kid. Oh yeah, and as soon as they showed Queens on the screen when they dude. went to it, and theater went nuts. Yeah, because the audience. Yeah, the audience. Yeah, dude, I I even clapped pretty loudly myself. Oh, yeah. But thank you for talking with us First and. Check out our podcast. Hi, guys. This is Mario from Reality Break. I'm here with Thomas and Maiko from the Comic Relief Podcast because it's free comic book day. Yay! Yeah! So anyway, so guys, we're here doing your show, too, apparently. We got recording. We're double dipping today. Double yes, dipping. No, this double a cr- dipping. It's a crossover. Oh, there we're you go. It's crossover. a crossover. Yeah, crossover. Events. Oh, man. So wait, you're Supergirl? And yeah, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll be totally Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be Flash. You'll be Flash, yeah. yeah. yeah sounds good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch the crossover? The I did. I, I loved it. It was so good. It was good. They were so cute together. I mean, it was like... They, they really were. They, they had a great chemistry, so I'm hoping we get to see Supergirl go the other way. CW? And, yeah, to CW. Or, yes. yeah, to CW. Yeah, to CW. Which may CW. just happen. Yeah, yep. totally. How's your free comic book day going so far, man? Pretty good so far. Yeah. Got a lot of good comics. Um, they had a great selection, and all the extras, they had like overstock and stuff, too. I was like, why is the line taking so long? Free comic book day never takes this long. Oh, okay, because they just given away other comics everybody's going through. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It is, it is the, the quarter bins. <laughs> so I picked up Serenity, obviously, mm. and um, and Suicide Squad, you know, Doctor yeah. Who. because pick up Rom? Rom yeah, so I, got, I grabbed a Rom, too. So the, cor- yeah. the quarter bins are actually where Thomas does all his comic book shopping. Well, pretty much. That's, yeah. That's it. <laughs> he, lives, he lives and dies out of the uh, quarter bins. Out of the yes. 70s and 80s, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> He's waiting to grab that one gem, and he knows it's going to be, like, yeah. perfect, that one. Oh, absolutely. That one... Uh, uh, that one old X-Men that somebody missed and yes I have it oh yeah and not only that and then you laugh, you laugh, but, but 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 Mega Man number four picked it up here for a dollar did you really <laughs> awesome. do you know it Mega Man number four Omega Man Omega Man no who is what's the first appearance first appearance of Lobo oh wow. dude no way really alright for a dollar Hey, real quick. So, free comic book day is a uh, like a lot of the a lot of publishers do promos and stuff for yes. free comic book day. So, what's like? What are you looking forward to coming in the next year that they're uh, that some of the publishers are pushing right now or are really trying to get out there? I'm actually really looking forward to the stuff that Image is doing. Image has uh-huh. some very very good comics right now. Saga is one of my favorites. They have a lot of good stories coming out of Image right now. I think honestly that. That's the future of where we're creatively going with comics. So Marvel and DC are definitely tied in with their movies, with their uh, TV shows, and they're kind of trying to integrate all that into one big recognizable franchise. Yeah, with the movies and the shows and everything. Yeah. yeah it, it's like before the movies are driving the shows, and now it's almost like the shows are driving the movies the other way when around. they're like canceling Fantastic Four and canceling yes. all this stuff. So like, yep. we, we want our stuff back from Fox now. So yeah. no more comics for you yeah. guys. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah. it, it's it, we're we're getting our, our our creative juices flowing over from from Image now. Image is kind of I, I see them leading the way. Once they they figure out how to do Saga on the big screen or on the TV, I think that'll become a big hit. They have a lot of good uh, titles over at Image right now, man. Yeah. So is that something that you want to see? Is some of these more independent comics becoming shows, or are you kind of more of the purists where like I don't want my comics. You know, uh-huh. I, I don't. You, you yeah. can't make a movie out of this book because 
it's so good in the book and now if you're gonna yeah. dilute it if you put it on the cw with pretty people and i'm i'm not i'm not a purist i'm, I'm not a yeah i'm definitely not a hipster when it comes to stuff like that i believe that these stories are awesome they're really well put together and i think they, they should be shared on the big screen on the tv um, I like that all these stories that I grew up with, with, you know, Marvel and DC and are, are finally coming out and uh -huh. other people can see that they are awesome, that we weren't just the nerds reading nonsense, that these stories are legitimately well-written stories with great characters and awesome arcs. Exactly. You know? I totally agree because I'm a movie guy, mm -hmm. obviously, and yep. I'm really excited that yeah, all these characters are not just relegated to these cheap plastic yeah. uh terrible acted yep. you know movies and now yeah. they're actually like getting some of the respect that they deserve yes and even when it comes to tv too which has generally been a lower budget lower yeah. quality medium mm -hmm. um is now also getting those big budgets what are the current uh, shows you're watching right now still love good? agents still of good? shield yeah still i've been falling behind on that one myself but yeah i'm glad um, to hear that you've been arrow has fallen off a little bit um I'm, yeah a lot of it it's just turned into a big soap opera which i'm not a fan of i need to see the vigilante Inside the, the inside of Arrow come back, man. The, just need to fix Green Arrow. They need to fix Green Arrow. I don't think uh -huh. we're done with Green Arrow. We're nowhere near done with the stories they could tell with Green Arrow. I mean, there's um, plenty of flashbacks left. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. They have See, to stop with the island. Yeah. At what point is Arrow going to jump the shark? At what point are we just like, okay, now the show's just gotten completely stupid. And, yeah. And, and we've lost the following, you know, where it starts to go downhill and ruined it. I mean, you say it's kind of turning into a soap opera a little with bit. the whole Felicity yep. stuff. And, and the last time I saw Felicity, she was pretty cool. And yeah. I guess there's been a lot of drama with her and stuff lately. They've really dragged on this relationship between Oliver and and Felicity. Uh -huh. So the, the last season ended with them running off to get married and this season's kind of starting off with them coming back. There's just a lot of romantic conflict. When I'm going through my DVR, right, and I'm going through all the shows and I'm wondering what I'm going to watch next. When I come across the Arrow, ah, I kind of hesitate. I kind of oh. wonder if there's anything on Netflix, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And just kind of, it, it almost seems like a chore and, yeah. and i don't want the show to be like that yeah exactly. i want to get it i want to yeah. when i see the flash there's a flash recorded yeah i jump on that like, yes <laughs> i get excited for that and so, yeah you're liking the flash are you watching supergirl also supergirl starting to finally come in on its own yeah I, I, I wasn't a huge fan right off the bat the first few episodes were a little all over the place for me they were a little campy the episode that i started really enjoying the show was after the red kryptonite right yeah oh that the was red kryptonite a great show episode. absolutely but then at the more I thought about it and after Tom and I kind of discussed it I think Bizarro Supergirl was was a turning point uh -huh. you're right that's yeah. one where it, it kind of took a little serious tone for me the red kryptonite episode has been my favorite episode so yeah far. that was that was a really good episode i agree i like the nod to superman 3 in the bar that was awesome <laughs> the show actually shows that the the citizens of national city do like supergirl they do support her she is a, a hero in that city supergirl is more that christopher reeve era that bright color that hero and that's really the superman that i love christopher reeve Superman was my Superman. I mean, yeah. that was yeah. You know, he He's was, still when I when I picture Superman in my in my mind, I picture yeah. Christopher Reeve. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know the uh, yeah the saving the cat from a tree, yeah. the stopping the bank robbers, the fly off yeah. into the sun, smile at the camera, and, and that's what Supergirl is doing. That's yeah. what Snyder should have done in in his movies. Uh, that's just it though. Should have done, or you know, it's going to be a different take on it though. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be know, a very different take on it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I mean, I know they're leading up to Dark Side. Wait, is it Dark Side or Dark, Dark Side? I say Dark Side. Okay, I say Dark Side too. Dark 
I say dark scene. I don't know because it's an EI. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> that there Civil War. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's dark scene. It's dark scene. Um, but yeah, I mean that could have been a good, you know, overarching villain, and yeah, like yes. during with Thanos, yes, you know, yes, 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 he's, yes, he's kind yes, of there in yes. the background, you know, so we'll have Doomsday as our big bad, and then yes. no, it's Dark Seed. Yeah, you know, here comes yeah. Dark Seed for the big final Infinity. They're rushing thing. it. They're rushing it, man. Okay, because yeah. Doomsday is uh, an incredibly powerful villain. I mean, you yeah. said he, he ran through the judge. He should have been. Yeah. He exactly. beat in the books. He beat the Justice League basically one armed. Yeah. When he came down on his like oh, yeah. crucifix, he was like thing, trapped in his thing. Huh? Yeah, that's what they kind of like. Um, they can't kill him, so they basically restrained him and jettisoned him off into space. Uh, so when he showed up, he only had one arm out of the restraint and leveled the Justice League like that. Wow. Yeah. So for him to just kind of be done away with in a quarter of a like movie, it's a it yeah. yeah. It was a good fight. A disservice. Though. I thought oh, it was a good, good fight. fight. I thought it was a pretty oh, fun on, fight. Whoa. Hold on. All right. So I have a problem with the fight. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here All we right. are. We're in the middle of the fight, right? Okay, middle of the fight. Everything. Okay, yeah, okay. I, you know where I'm going. I know where you're going with that, yep. Everything is going awesome. Like, the fight, freaking Wonder Woman jumps in with the shield. Boom, the boom, shield, boom. yeah, everything. Batman's like, I can't do nothing. I better bail. Yeah. <laughs> it's Batman's going. hiding behind a stone. Like, <laughs> and it's going awesome. And yeah. then freaking Lois Lane gets trapped. And Superman, in the middle of explosions and fighting, okay, this, no. like, faint little knocking of I disagree. trapped yeah. underwater but, and flies the same Okay. Like, Bat the dude, the whole town is being blown apart by this right. thing, and only you really have the ability to impact it and Wonder Woman. And you just leave. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But, yes, they that's that, that oh. they established that, though, at the beginning of the movie. He comes oh, from, half a from half a world away, and he knew she was in trouble. He, you know, he is, and, and that's been a, a but, thing in the comics, though, too, it's He's tuned into Lois. He like he no. knows when Lois is in trouble. You know, either he hears her heartbeat or he, he you know he knows mm. he hears her mm. call for help at any time, I and just, he will always save Lois. Right. And, but you I know, don't think that needed to break up the fight. Like, why did that scene even have to happen? It like, broke up the pace of the it, fight. It, yeah. You just broke the pace of the fight. It's, like, it's going boom, 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 boom. Oh, visually awesome. I'm being blown away. There goes Wonder Woman. And, there goes Batman. There goes Superman. Oh, Superman just left. Yeah. I think that was you know I think that was part of their rush to get in the whole death of Superman and stuff because yeah. they, you know, there was this big, you know, super, mm -hmm. you know, exciting, very, you know, really intense fight and then okay, wait. We need to slow down because we're going to have a somber moment here. Yeah. You know, because and and, like and a touching I, moment. it was terrible. Just thinking about it objectively mm -hmm. as as like okay, if I'm trying to make this movie, okay, we need to slow the pacing down right now because yeah. this stupid. is going to be a somber moment. <laughs> and, well, stupid. you know, that's the way, you yeah. know, they chose to do it. They didn't do a very good job with that part. Uh, so, I know you haven't seen some war yet. I haven't. I'm oh. going to see it today. Oh. Going to see it today. Yay! Now, Cannot wait. It's going to be when awesome. You watch it. You're going to walk out and say that's how Batman versus Superman should have been. <laughs> yeah. Marvel's really killing it, you know. Yeah. In the yes. 90s, it was DC, you know. Yeah. And now it's Marvel. So, yeah. you know, it's Marvel's turn. Image well, is next. Image, yeah. in, in, <laughs> image for so. 2020s. I hope so. Yeah. They're talking about doing Spawn and stuff, and they're talking about doing a few other yeah. a few other things, so we'll see. All and right. They, well, I think we've been talking for a really long time, so. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks. This is Mario from Reality Break. With, again, Thomas, Thomas and Maiko from Comic Relief Podcast. So Get in okay. there nice and sure, nice and intimate with the microphone. Right? Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I have your name one more time? Hi. My name is Dean LaCrone. I'm a cartoonist here in San Diego. Very cool. Very cool. 
and, and, and what have you uh, worked on? What sort of cartoons? I do a lot of freelance stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, I vaguely tapped into some animation stuff for a friend of mine who has a web series. Uh, he and his wife are actors up in L.A. But uh, a lot of freelance stuff over the years. Yeah, nothing major with any of the you know uh, major studios. major studios or, com- mm-hmm. or uh, comic book companies. Uh, but I do have quite a, a body of work. I used to be the president of the Southern California Cartoonist Society for a few oh, years. Nice. I know a lot of people and have friends and colleagues uh, within the comic book and cartooning mm-hmm. industry uh, here in Southern California. And you're here promoting a uh, an art exhibit that's going up? Yes, I am here dressed as my steampunk character, Dr. Artemis Peepers, Dr. Peepers. Check him out on Facebook for his I fan do, page. costume is awesome. Thank you so much. Very cool. Um, yeah, uh, I am here to help promote for the California Center for the Arts in Escondido here mm-hmm. in San Diego, a colossal dual art gallery uh, preview party. Mm-hmm. The show, the gallery shows will be open for four months. One is My Hero, which focuses on uh, uh, the theme is superheroes. Mm-hmm. And the the other one is Unlocking Wonderland, which focuses on the 60 years uh, anniversary celebration of Alice in Wonderland, the book. The artists are all from around the world and specifically Hollywood. We have artists from DreamWorks at mm-hmm. Marvel Studios and Disney Studios and Blizzard Entertainment and many more. Oh, We're going to have really awesome. uh, Stone Brewing Company is providing beer. We have wine, mm-hmm. uh, DJ. Uh, we have live artists. Daniel mm-hmm. James doing live art. He's spectacular. Friday uh-huh. night, 7.30, May 20th, California Center for the Arts. The show's open for four months if you can't make it. Uh, any cosplayers who show up get a free drink ticket, which oh, is fun. Be and fun. so I'm, I'm seeking out cosplayers. Uh, we have a Tim Burton-style Batmobile and a nice. colossal-looking Batman who custom-built that Batmobile. I'll be there as the Joker. Mm. And uh, oh, <laughs> cool. Dean LeCrone, L-E-C-R-O-N-E. If you go to my Facebook page, you can find photos of me as the Joker, all taken by Alan Freeman. I, I to put a plug in for Alan absolutely, Freeman. AfreemanPhotography.com. And <laughs> the event is uh, curated and organized in a titanic way by Tracy Black. She is a, okay. a fantastic creative person who organizes all kinds of events for artists and such, and she curated the Unlocking Wonderland. So uh, it's going to be a heck of a night. I'm really looking forward to it here. I mean, I'm here at the SoCal Free Comic Book Day to run around and promote it, and I figured nice. dressing as Dr. Artemis Peepers, Dr. <laughs> Peepers would draw a lot of attention to me, and that uh, I'd be able to pass out quite a few flyers. Sure. So first of all, Tim Burton's Batmobile is, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, the best Batmobile of all the Batmobiles. Yeah, me too. And this one looks, this is an exact replica. The guy is amazing. Uh, His name is Chris Banner. I'm really looking forward to diving in as the Joker. So so, yeah, that's my next question is tell me about your Joker cosplay. Yeah, my Joker cosplay, I I went and bought a costume, but uh, I do the makeup myself and it's it's just a combination of Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, and and, uh, Heath Ledger. But my friend Tracy Black, who curated the show, she calls me Joker LaCrone because I just simply bring my personality into it. Sure. I don't really, I'm not really doing an impersonation of any of those three uh-huh. guys, but I'm just doing my version of it. How long does it take you to do the makeup? Oh, geez. I haven't done it in a while. It's uh, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. half an hour, 40, because there's not much to it. You white and then the lips and, then the lips, and yeah. sort of the shading around the eyes. And then oh, you, okay. and you, you just tweak it a little bit. Actually, it's good to put it on early because when uh-huh. you sweat a little bit, it actually makes it look even better. That I, is, I could but. see that working for Heath Ledger's take, right? Right, it looks like in The Dark Knight, he, you know, his Joker uh, had been wearing that makeup for a week. Yeah. You know, it's just so <laughs> yes. grungy and it's dripping yes. off his face, cracking and yes, it's disturbing. Exactly. And Let's see, the Art Center is on 340 North Escondido Boulevard in Escondido, California. Um, go check it out. That's going to be open May 21st through August 14th. Oh, there's a preview party on the 20th. Is that's, that, that's, that's, what the I was, that's what I was explaining okay. to you. Preview yeah, that party. preview with party Stone. is uh, with the Stone Brewing Company and the cosplayers oh, like and the Tim Burton style Batmobile and Go to unlockingwonderland.com. You'll see a video. It's a charity fundraiser that helps kids 
get prosthetic arms and legs, kids who around the world have been affected by natural okay. disasters or war zones and stuff. I think mainly it's to bring attention to it, mainly. Sure. Very cool. Well, thank you very much for uh, coming on talking to us and tell us about this. Sounds Thanks. like a good time. Thank you so much for having me here on your podcast. This is uh, this has been great. Thank you so much for letting You're me promote this. this thank you. Dr. Peepers, Dean LaCrone, over and out. Where can we find your work at? You can find me uh, on Facebook. Type in Dean LaCrone, D-E-A-N-L-E-C-R-O-N-E. My website is so old, but you can go and I need to really update it. DeanLacrone.com. Uh, you can check out Dr. Peepers on Facebook, facebook.com backslash D-R-P-E-E-P-E-R-S, Dr. Peepers, steampunk icon. <laughs> Thank you very much, right. Dr. Peepers. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. How are you doing today? Doing good. Doing Excellent. good. Free comic book day. It's wonderful. Yeah, you wonderful can't beat it, right? Can't, can't beat it. Rain, snow, or shine. Everybody comes to get the Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And what's your name? My name is Ryan. Ryan. Nice to meet you. Ryan, you're with uh, Toy Star Collectibles, right? I am with Toy Star Collectibles. Excellent. You guys got a collector's expo coming up here. We have a collector's expo coming up. Uh, this is something we've been doing annually now for uh, about two years now. This oh, cool. Be our third show. We've been collaborating here for free comic book day and other non-free comic book day related events with uh-huh. uh, with Jamie and the SoCal Comics Group uh, for, for a while now. What uh, Toy Star Collectibles is, is it's it was started by uh, four guys, uh, mm-hmm. Robert DiMolanta, uh, Manny DeLeon, Jeff Anoya, and myself, Ryan Molina. Mm-hmm. And what we expect Toy Stars to eventually uh, become is this is sort of the beginning of, of what we want to be a community. Mm-hmm. And the community is essentially community of, of, of people who are embracing the collector environment uh, sure. of anything comic related movie paraphernalia any any sort of a collecting environment mm-hmm. that that the recent surge of comic book movies and mm-hmm. its popularity of TV shows have, have started to propagate, right? Cool. And we're seeing so many people in, in embracing this on on uh, everything from Facebook to Instagram. Mm-hmm. People are starting to use articulated action figures as a means of creating artwork in sure. and of themselves. Mm-hmm. We've seen communities in, in in LA, which is a very large collectors community. Oh, just, I bet, man. Just a, a large community in general. Yeah, right? yeah. For, for all for anything, bases, yeah. Right? And so they had a place out there, and we're no way. Of affiliated with, with, with the people, but we were very impressed by the group that calls themselves Frankensons. Okay. Where uh, they, they have essentially a huge warehouse full of, of, of vendors mm-hmm. that are, that oh, are there getting weekly. Getting closer to the oh, yeah. Full of vendors that are there weekly uh, from, I think, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And, and we saw that and said, how do we recreate something like that yeah, here? Down here? And and well, there's still a lot of chatter about it and we're far from it. Mm-hmm. We really have been using these shows as a means of checking the appetite around yeah. San Diego County. It's become uh, an opportunity to network yeah. and and, and get people together to to see that you know there, there's people out here that love. It's this. like a, it's almost like a grassroots campaign, right? Kind of. It's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of NerdCon? Mm, I have heard. That was is that up in North County? It's up in North yeah. County, and I think they got it again this August. Last year's show, it was the first time they did it, mm. and. It was a huge cosplay event. We got everything together, and, and there was a lot of planning that went into it. We were very impressed with the with, with the level of, of planning that went into that. We don't know any of the people specifically that do that, uh-huh. uh, but we plan to go this year and just kind of see how it went down. Those are the things that we want to see yeah. more of out here. I mean, we're, we're the home of, of San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, right absolutely. Now, right? Exactly, right? For the last several years that we've gone to Comic-Con, We've seen the vendor community there and the comic book community in general mm-hmm. kind of decline in favor of just a lot of the other big uh, yeah. Hollywood events. Yeah. And so 
we've gotten to the point where we've seen people not go because yeah. they're saying that there's just no place for us there anymore. Yeah. And so we wanted to recreate that opportunity. We, we have a lot of families that yeah. come to us and tell us that they love our events. Um, but the thing is, though, is like, I mean, anyone that, that lives in these communities in San Diego, and if you're, you know, if you do collect, you know there are groups out there. You know, there are, if you go on Facebook, there's plenty of Facebook groups. There's people out there that, that collect. They're just not necessarily organized or, you know, aware that there's larger communities. Right. There. It's not like it's non-existent. The people are out there. They're, they are. And they're yeah. out, and, and there's a lot of them out there. And, and the more we do this, the more of those mm-hmm. people we, we find. And, and we're not... We're not saying we're the best people doing it. By all means, we're not. We're trying to find the people sure. that want to do it mostly. Yeah, and and that's what we're finding with any mm-hmm. community. It's not mm-hmm. so much just putting it together. It's it's finding the people that want to do it. Yeah, and want to do it consistently. Yeah. and and have a, 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 a true passion yeah. for it. Right? Is it a challenge to try to get different uh, different niches or different groups of collectors? For example, you have like mm-hmm. people that collect Hot Wheels, people that collect a certain era of action figures, people that collect Barbies or something, you know what I mean? Uh, is it hard to kind of wrangle them all in and get them all on the same page? Is that a challenge? It, it is certainly a challenge, uh, mostly because what you're going to find in, in a lot of those those niche groups is mm. they all want to operate within their own niches, Yeah. right? So you'll get my little pony is an example yeah that's, they have brony cons yeah, yeah. right i mean they, they, these these are communities mm-hmm. that have grown so far amongst themselves mm. that they're big enough to hold their own events yeah so we keep it on more of a smaller scale where we're, we we try to get mostly vendors people who who have either specific groups of things they're selling so the, the show is going to be on on june 5th from 10 a.m to 4 p.m mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be located in mira mesa specifically off of mira mesa boulevard at the uh, country and in suites yep for those unfamiliar with Mira Mesa Boulevard, if you're, you're headed either north or south on uh, the 805 freeway, you exit Mira Mesa Boulevard and you go east uh, a couple couple uh, miles or so and you're going to see a Chili's restaurant. You can't miss Country Inn. It's right there. <laughs> it's in a ballroom area. We, we have a, a pretty big ballroom area mm-hmm. uh, reserved. Uh, we typically have around... 15 or so vendors. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a Tamiya race car. It was a little electric race car events with about a 200-foot track. Oh, uh, it, that's it, it, cool. was, it was a wonderful thing last time. We are doing raffles all day, ranging from small things that, that some of our, our fellow vendors uh, contribute and, 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 and donate to a grand prize later that will mm-hmm. be the equivalent of something likely Hot Toys related uh, or, nice. or, or around that. So, so definitely oh, come out. It'll be a good time. It's definitely uh, family oriented. We first twenty five kids that show up will be uh, subject to to a grab bag full of various little toys and, and 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 things that they can go and play with and walk off with. No charge. It's free to come in. And where can people go to find more information online? Uh, so you can go onto uh, Toy Star Collectible Toy Star Toy Stars Collectibles dot com. You can find us on uh, Facebook. Find us on Instagram uh, under under the same name. So check it out, Toy Star Collectibles, a collector's expo. Sunday, June 5th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Country Inn Suites on 5975 Lutz Boulevard in San Diego, California, 92121. Check them out at ToyStarCollectibles.com. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much. And what is your name? Lena. Lena? Mm-hmm. So, Lena, what is your, who is your favorite superhero? Spider-Man, I guess. Spider-Man. Why do you like Spider-Man? I like how um, the costume looks. Costume's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Costume's awesome because anybody in the world, even if they've never read a comic book or know they anything about comic books. They'll be excited to see like, the costume even if yep. they don't know anything about even it. Even if they've never heard his name, they know that his name is probably Spider-Man for some reason. Because it looks like that. What about what's your other favorite superheroes? Um, 
Deadpool. Deadpool. Why do you like Deadpool? He's funny. Yeah. In general. He also kind of looks like Spider-Man a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Costume looks very similar, right? Yeah. I mean, it's red, so it's pretty close. Yeah. But it has a little, like, <laughs> red black. and black. Yeah. And white. Yep. Did you watch the Deadpool movie? No. That's good. I'm only nine. That's good. <laughs> that was a trick question. You passed. Good job. Yay. So you like Spider-Man. You like Deadpool. What was the last superhero movie that you watched? Batman vs Superman. Ooh, what did you think about Batman vs Superman? It was good. It was good. It's just at the end, it was it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Were you sad? Yes. Were you sad when uh, they fought uh, Doomsday? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. It was just exciting. So what was the saddest part? When Superman died. Oh, uh, you think he'll come back? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, because Frackle right here told me that in the comics he came back a thousand times. Because so. he knows. <laughs> that was a big deal. Back back in uh, in the 90s, they had a whole big story where Superman died, and it was on the news, and it was all over the place, and then they brought him back to life. What did you think about Wonder Woman? It was cool. I just thought the beat was unnecessary. The what was unnecessary? The beat. like when she The drums? Out. Yeah. You didn't like it? I thought it was just unnecessary, kind of, but it, it still went cool. I mean, it was you were the first person I've heard that does not like that drums. It was still fine, though. Yeah? It was just kind of unnecessary at the second. It was a little different, right? It was it like was the like tone. The fighting, like, why? Why? Like, it's kind of been, like, kind of going somewhere here, and yeah. I don't think the tone going good with the, like, the, what's happening. That's true. They did give her, like, a, like, a tribal warrior kind yeah. of a, kind of a beat, mm -hmm. which you're right. It didn't, it didn't really match with uh, Batman or Superman. It was kind of like her own thing. Yeah. Are you excited for the Wonder Woman movie? Yeah. Very cool. I might watch it with my mom and my um, friend Merch. That's good. Like, all girls? Yeah. Girls only? Yeah. Girls night out at the movies? Yeah. Or Lily. Lily there you might, go. Might. She might like know. it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, she'd never seen any other movies about that. No other superhero movies? What about Supergirl? Do you watch Supergirl on TV? No. It's a good show. Do you watch a Teen Titans cartoon? Yeah. That's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's your favorite Teen Titan? Um, Raven. Raven? Dark and mysterious. She is. She's all emo. All right, well, thank you very much for doing the interview. It was a pleasure talking to you. You're welcome. Lily, who is your favorite superhero? Batman. Batman? Cool. He's one of my favorites, too. Why do you like Batman so much? Because he always beats the Joker. Yeah, the Joker needs to be beat. What cartoons do you watch? Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network? Do you watch, like, Steven Universe? Yeah. You watch That's pretty cool. Um, Do you watch Adventure Time? Yeah. Who's your favorite character on Adventure Time? The girl. Which one? Which princess? Princess Bubblegum? Yes. Do you watch Teen Titans? Yes. Yeah? If you could dress up like any superhero on Halloween, who would you dress up as? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Whoa, that is very cool. Did you watch the Batman vs. Superman movie? No. Wonder Woman's in the movie. She's probably like the strongest character in the movie. Thanks, guys. No problem. And your name is? Adrian. All right, so I got a couple questions for you, right? If you could have any superpowers, but it had to be one superpower, what would it be? Um, to control the weather. To control the weather. Wow, that is a very interesting superpower. Why would you want to control the weather? So that um, people would have um, what, um, what kind of weather they would like. That's pretty good. So they'd have to come ask you and then you'd do it for them? Yeah. Oh, very nice. So it would be like nice and sunny every day? Yeah. Who's your favorite superhero? Deadpool. Deadpool? Why Deadpool? Because he has two swords and two pistols. Yeah. And he's funny too, right? Yeah. And who's your favorite villain? Probably Thor's brother. Loki? Oh, why do you, how come you like Loki so much? Because he was in the Avengers part one. Yeah, he was awesome. Mm -hmm. 
He's very mischievous. If you could be one superhero for Halloween, which would it be? Iron Man. Iron Man? Well, you have you have a, a lot of variety here. You would be a if your superpower would be to control the weather. Your favorite hero is Deadpool. Your favorite villain is Loki. And if you could dress up as any superhero for Halloween, it would be Iron Man. Not bad, not bad. What if you had to do a villain for Halloween? Who would it be? Probably Loki. Loki? Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, okay, and your name is? Christina. Christina. Christina, who is your favorite My Little Pony? Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie? That's a good pony. And who is your favorite superhero? Scarlet Witch. Ooh, really? Mm -hmm. Did you watch Civil War yet? No. The newest movie? No? no. Scarlet Witch. Why do you like Scarlet Witch? That's a very interesting answer. Um. Because I like um, her powers. Yep. She can do just about anything she wants. As long as she she's only limited by her imagination. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. Did you watch the Age of Ultron with yes. Scarlet Witch? Yeah, she's awesome. Mm -hmm. Are you guys going to go see the Civil War? The um, new movie? Yeah, we I, probably will. I think you're really going to like Scarlet Witch in that movie. Who's your favorite villain? I like Ultron. Ultron. Ooh, that's a really good villain. Favorite superhero is Scarlet Witch. And your favorite villain is Ultron. Yeah. Ooh, that's very cool. If you could have any superpowers in the world, but it could only be one, what would it be? Teleportation. Teleportation? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very, that's, that's very cool power. Why would you select teleportation? So I won't be late for school. Nice. You can just wake up and immediately be at school? Yeah. If you could be any hero for Halloween, who would it be? Uh, yeah. Scarlet Witch. Not bad. Okay, well, thank you very much for interviewing with us. Do you want to come? Welcome. And what's your name, sir? Joseph. Joseph, who is your favorite all-time favorite superhero? Uh, Hulk. The Hulk? Yeah, buddy. I like the Hulk. Why is he your favorite? Uh, because I like uh, the color here. He's awesome color, and he also smashes everything. Who's your favorite bad guy? Ultron. Ultron? Mm-hmm. Good choices. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Uh, flying. Flying? Mm -hmm. Dude, that'd be cool. Have you ever dressed up like a hero for Halloween? No. No? If you could well, dress up like a hero, who would it be? Maybe Spider-Man. Good choice. I like Spider-Man. Why do you like Spider-Man? Because he shoots webs out of Yep, that's right. And he swings from the webs, huh? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So you like the Hulk, you like Spider-Man, you like Ultron, and your favorite power would be flight. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Uh-huh. And what would your superhero name be if you had to pick one? I don't know. You'd have to think about it? Maybe. <laughs> Where do you want to continue? Let's go ahead and just continue with the Black Panther. The Black Panther was, this is going to be repetitive every time, was awesome. He was perfect. <laughs> they nailed him. Of course, after I watch a movie like this, I always go online to see what the others nerds are debating about and what others right. are saying. And I heard an interesting argument that people were saying, well, it seems like now everybody's a super soldier or everybody has a super soldier, like right. all of a sudden. The question was, how is it that he's so fast, so strong? We get it that he has a bulletproof suit. You know, even when he was out of the suit, he was still holding himself up and fighting against uh, Winter, uh, Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's an easy question. Wakanda is a civilization that has never been conquered. So it is a civilization that sits in Africa and has never had its scientific or social or educational achievements stifled through through some sort of defeat or, right. or by being conquered. If you think about it, they're probably one of the most scientific, scientifically advanced. advanced societies on this earth. They've essentially homegrown their super soldier. Or you could just boil it down to it was missing.
mystical. So, I mean, it could easily be that, you know, that the necklace that he wears is a part of the Black Panther mm -hmm. costume. Maybe it enhances him. Costume is legit, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. The costume is really awesome. really well done. Yes. It's really interesting how Marvel has been hit home runs with costumes. Yeah, well, the Marvel Disney, not Marvel? so much Marvel X-Men. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yes, Marvel Cinematic Universe slash Disney has hit home runs with these costumes. Yes. And the scene, oh my god, I love the scene. Captain Captain America's breaking. Uh, he went to go try to find Bucky before, you know, the, the government did. Right. And he finds him. They fight their way out of the building. After they exit the building and jump was... onto the other roof, the Black Panther's waiting for them. There. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was such a good action <laughs> sequence. And he's got the retractable claws as well. Yeah. And it's just awesome. That whole fight from Bucky's apartment or whatever you want to call yeah. it to the point of jumping across the roof and then finding Black Panther, that whole scene was awesome. Oh, my God. It reminded me, um, without being a single shot, but it reminded me of the Daredevil fight. Like, yes. it was, it kept going on and on and yeah. on, but not in a bad way. You're yeah. like, oh, my God, like, how much can these dudes take? And it hit and hard. Then, yeah. And Winter Soldier's uh, Captain America was like, hey, you know, don't kill anyone. He's like, I'm not going to kill anyone. And he throws that dude over the edge, <laughs> and Cap's forced to jump over the edge, grab the railing, grab the guy. And he's, he's like, like really? 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 <laughs> you just said, you jerk. And it was a way to essentially slow down Cap. Yeah, slow him down. He's yeah. just throwing stuff in his way. Yeah, throwing he's like, oh, you, bodies know, in you his need way. to try to catch me? Woo! Catch that guy instead. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Hawkeye comes back. He's, at the beginning of the movie, he's retired. Yes. And he comes back because Cap asks him to. Yep. Just as simple as that. That's really yeah. all it takes. Clint Barton in this movie is probably as close to Matt Fraction's Hawkeye as you're going to get. <laughs> he's just wisecracking smiling again he he knows he's up against impossible odds gods and androids and <laughs> infinity stones and i mean the entire movie he's 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 get, he gets roughed up oh every time he every is, single time he runs into um black panther black panther and says i don't think i've met you before i'm clint and Black Panther says, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no respect for Hawkeye. No respect whatsoever. <laughs> but you know, the thing about Hawkeye is, is at the end of the fight, he's still there. He's yeah, still standing. He's still getting up. Yep. Every time. A character that you would think would fall to the wayside a little bit, you know, Hawkeye, Black Widow, the non-powered heroes. They managed to stay relevant yeah, through all these well, movies. Especially Black Widow. Yep. Do Black a really Widow. good job. Let's, let's go on to Black Widow. So in this movie, it's very interesting that she sides with Tony, Sorry. what did you think about that? Uh, I wasn't too surprised. I thought she was going to do the double agent thing. She kind of did. Well, she did, but I thought it was going to be intentional. But uh -huh. I don't think her double agent was intentional. Like, no. I think she sincerely believed in what Tony was proposing. Yeah. But in the end, kind of started feeling yep. Captain America's side and kind of did. You know what? Yeah. Told you I'd find him. I didn't yeah. tell you I was going to help you catch him. And I thought that was awesome. I was yeah. Like, oh, that's beautiful. I think legitimately, once she realized, when she asked Captain, she's like, you're not going to stop are you and he's like and he's no. like no she knew yeah even though she sided with stark initially i think her connection is closer to captain america because all throughout the movies there's been not like a, a romantic connection mm -hmm. but there's definitely been a connection between the two they've always had a lot of banter they have they've always had some sort of like a, a weird bond i didn't like the fact that she was on stark side. on stark side because I, I know the superhuman registration act was kind of replaced by the uh sokovia accord accord yeah the sokovia accord Still, uh, you know, she's always been sort of she's she's a spy. Why would she side on? Why would she be on that yeah, side? Yeah, the registering side. Yeah, 
You want to talk? Want to do an interview? Eh? May I have your name, please, sir? My name is Kyle, Kyle Fryder. Hey, Kyle. So, who is your favorite superhero? Let's start there. My favorite suit, well, of DC, probably Shazam. I, I Shazam? Like him. You yeah, like Shazam? Shazam is cool, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Shazam is pretty cool. Um, Of Marvel, if mercenaries count Deadpool? For the most part, Deadpool, is, his heart could be in the right place. Yeah, sometimes. Right, so they've played him, they've played him kind of both sides quite yeah. a bit but he's kind of leaning more towards the superhero side and that might have something to do with disney yeah. as well you know yeah. trying to market him but shazam's an interesting character why why do you yeah. like shazam it's like uh i like how what for one thing how he's a kid and also yep. how he's so easily disguised i just like him that's yeah, cool shazam's a very yeah. cool character who's your favorite villain that's gonna be pretty hard who's your favorite I'm marvel villain sure. i actually don't know uh, that's gonna be tough for, for villains i i can't really decide what for about on dc, DC? Uh, i think doomsday i like doomsday. doomsday yeah he's cool do you know I, do you know doomsday's origin do you know the story of doomsday yeah I, yeah i really like the entire death and uh birth of superman yeah. storyline i think that was really cool yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. do you know how do you know how they made cool. doomsday um wasn't he like the monster from krypton sent down to kill superman yeah yeah yes yeah. that is all that's awesome yeah. that's awesome to know cool. Doomsday, man. Uh -huh. So, did you watch Batman vs. Superman? Uh, I need to. Oh, you I, haven't seen it? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. You gotta check out the version of Doomsday and... I have seen, yeah, a couple spoilers and I kinda know yeah. that he's gonna be in there, yeah. See, I thought they could do, like, an entire trilogy of just Doomsday. <laughs> that would they, be pretty cool. They should've done that, I think. That was very cool. Thank you for sitting uh -huh. and talking to us, Thank man. you, Appreciate yeah. Alright, may I have your name, please? Halliard? Hellier? Halliard. Halliard. Yeah. Cool shirt, by the way. Thank very, you. Very, very cool it's shirt. It's a uh, DCI show that we did. Oh, nice. It was based off of Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's, whose design they, is uh, that? We just made it. Digital. Oh, you guys made yeah, it? Yeah, we just made it on a computer, figured, hey, why not? And our show is about the death of Batman. The death so of we, Batman? Yeah. What, what's this show about? It's, do you know high school marching bands? Uh-huh. And how they compete? Yes. It was one of those... And it was about how he went through just fighting villains until mm -hmm. eventually just tired Joker out. got the best of him. And yeah. Oh, wow. Him. So did someone write a storyline about that? Did someone write um, an actual story? No, it was music that accompanied like a visual. Oh, like, uh, wow. You guys killed Batman, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. And which uh, which villains did you guys represent? Joker, of course. The Joker? Yeah. Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Bane. So who's your favorite uh, Bat villain? Bat villain. Oh. Um, probably the Joker. Yeah? Just because he doesn't care. He doesn't. He Really, he has no moral compass. He's like a, a rabid dog. You don't you don't yeah. know what his intentions are besides chaos. Yeah, and he's so free flowing that yeah. he's just hard not to like. So, who's your favorite uh, a bat supporting character? That that's not bat supporting Batman. character. Right, you got your Red Hood. You got Nightwing. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Robins. No, Nightwing. Nightwing's pretty cool. Yeah, Nightwing. But cool. I watched Batman Beyond for a while. And oh, I don't nice. know if he counts as a supporting character. Yeah, absolutely does. Do you read any books outside of Batman? I'm actually a pretty big Marvel fan. I oh, really yeah? like Daredevil. Daredevil. Is is like Marvel's Batman. Yeah, really is. He's, well, he's that dark vigilante perched on a gargoyle. You dead know, parents and no powers. That's it. That, that's pretty cool. Who's your favorite uh, Daredevil villain? Really, the only one that people know of is Kingpin. Bullseye. He did. That's true. Bullseye's a Thank pretty you. good Sorry. one as well. Did you I watch mean, the Netflix series? Uh, yeah, I have. Did you watch the second season? I'm watching it now. Yeah. Oh, where are you at? Where are you at right now? I'm not that far. What's her face? Karen mm -hmm. is getting in Punisher's backstory. Nice. They're finding out about his parents, about yeah. how they were all murdered. And Daredevil season two is probably my favorite Marvel thing. I have to lump it up there with my favorite movies. I just saw Civil War, so Civil War okay. is now at the top. I mean, you're wearing an Arrow shirt. Oh, no, no, no. So dude, think no, that, don't uh, get me wrong. I mean, I like the DC stuff too. All right. But when it comes to just what Marvel is doing, yeah. 
the yeah. Daredevil season two was one of my favorite. It, I'll just call it a twelve-hour-long movie. Okay, did you ever watch right. the old uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil? No, I heard it was horrible. That's yeah, pretty bad. I have a couple friends who have seen it, and they said it, that you shouldn't watch yeah. it. It'll ruin your opinion. Ben Affleck, who played Daredevil, is now playing Batman. So, yeah. although the old Batman movies were pretty good, the old Batman, like the Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, with the exception of Batman and Robin. Yeah, that was they were bad. pretty. That was pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not really big on DC. Mm-hmm. They're not like my all-time favorite, but they're still pretty. Yeah, I kind of grew up the good. same way. It's taken yeah. me a while to get back into DC. The shows on the CW have, have helped out tremendously. Okay. They, but thank you very much yeah. for talking with us. Uh, thank you. What's your name? Adara. Adal? Adara. Adara. Very nice mm-hmm. to meet you, Adara. Adara, so who is your your favorite hero in the comic book universe? Well, I have personally a lot of favorites. Okay. But currently, right now, I'm in like following the adventures of Deadpool and recently She-Hulk. She-Hulk? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. And what do you like about She-Hulk? Well, let's just admit, like, I just thought the comic was really clever that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And I just find, and I just hit, in the most of the time when I read comics, they're just like kind of bland, boring sometimes. Right, right. So I just was glad that I picked up a comic that I can really enjoy with a really good storyline. Nice. And do you find the, like, her character as the lawyer as interesting as when she becomes She-Hulk? Yeah. Is that what makes the comic interesting? That's one of the things that makes the comic interesting. So what, what were some of the storylines that they used uh, in, in her last run? The one that I can remember the most was, like, the time travel tri- trials when she was, like, being child for being, like, erased from history from like causing like the nominees and that sort of stuff oh really yeah i think that was like one of the newer ones oh nice nice do you read any dc books or do you stick mostly with uh, marvel uh mostly with marvel because lately i haven't been able to find really any good ones so far what about uh have you seen the civil war movie yet no sadly no you're gonna go watch it i wish yeah i want i want to go see it who's your favorite uh comic book villain that's really hard because I really like anti-heroes like Deadpool yeah. and I'm trying to think of others although I think Harley Quinn and the Joker are pretty interesting yes yeah. I think they're interesting because they're so chaotic so do you think the villains of the DC universe are better than the villains of Marvel I like them equally because there's mm-hmm. like certain villains like Doctor Doom for example awesome yep. or Thanos yep Galactus another yep. really good villain mm-hmm. oh right on right on well thank you for talking with us yeah. Let's talk. I know you're not shy. Here, you want to say anything? You want to say hi to all your fans? Yeah, really. So that's the only way you get a pin. You have to go say something. Say something. Okay, can you state your name for the fans, please? Adelina. Adelina, who is your favorite superhero of all time? I don't know. I've never heard of that character. Do you like um, Spider-Man? Yeah. Iron Man? Yeah. The Hulk? Yeah. Thor? Yeah. Deadpool? Yeah. Loki? Yeah. He's a villain. He's not a hero. What? Caught you on that one. <laughs> if you could have any superpowers in the world, but it could only just be one. Any one superpower. Flying. Flying? Ooh, why would you pick flying? Because I want to fly. Because you just want to fly and be able to like see from a bird's eye view? Sure. If you could be any superhero for Halloween, who would you dress up as? Don't say Adam X. No. <laughs> Supergirl, Wonder Woman. Supergirl. Supergirl? Excellent choice. Do you do you watch a Supergirl TV show? Yeah. Yeah? Do you like it? Yeah. Do you like Martian Manhunter? What is that? He's the big green dude. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Eyes. Yeah, with yeah. the red eyes. That's pretty awesome. So you would take flight. Your favorite hero is I don't know. Who's your favorite bad guy? Fa- I said, tell her that. My dad is my favorite. <laughs> For favorite hero, I said, say my mom. I know. <laughs> That's good. <laughs>
Who's your favorite My Little Pony? Ow, ow. And why is it Rainbow Dash? <laughs> it's not Rainbow Dash. No? I don't even have favorites. Pinkie Pie? No. How do you know these? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why I know these, man. <laughs> I don't judge, but I'm yeah. just curious. You got a little kid. Yeah, I got, I got a couple little kids. You covered for him. I think he reads it. I No, I, I read the My Little Pony comic. It's really good. It's a good story. What's your favorite cartoon? I don't know. Steven Universe? No, you have to have a favorite cartoon. Monster What's High? Monster High the movie. Well, thank you very much for talking with us. Okay, can you please say your name for your fans? Kila. Who's your favorite superhero? Flash. Flash? Excellent choice. Wow, that's a, good that's choice. a really good choice. Why do you like the Flash? Because he can move super fast and he can get there where he gets caught in time. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Do you like watching the Flash TV show? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Even I saw Supergold and Flash was in it. Do you remember that one? That was a good one. That was a good show. That was a good episode. Who's your favorite bad guy? Loki. Loki? <laughs> ah. If you had one superhuman power, what would be your power? Moving really fast. Like the Flash? Like the Flash? If you could dress up for like any superhero for Halloween, who would you dress up as? Flash. The Flash? Oh I'm my god, I think you have earned your Flash pin. Who's your favorite bad guy? I just said that, Loki. Loki, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I was... she just corrected you. No, he's right. I'm thinking here now maybe reverse Flash or Zoom. <laughs> But that's right, that's right, I'm sorry. Well, thank you very much for talking with us. Do you want the flash pin? Yes. I was just gonna grab the flash pin. <laughs> well, that's be What's weird. up, dude? Hello, Michael. Hello. So we have uh, Nick on the podcast today, very special guest. Yeah. Guest star. Uh-huh. So what's up, man? Not much. Uh, I'm here because Mr. Logue said to come or else. Thank so. you. Thank you for coming I don't by. Wanna, you know how he likes cool. to cry. Nick works with Tom and I. He's, he's our boss. And he has to hey. listen to us talk about comic books and Dungeons and Dragons. And Star Wars. Sci and Star Wars and sci-fi and cartoons. Like We're like children. But the good news is when I have questions about that stuff, you guys are... Oh, right, right away. You guys are awesome oh, we probably, if, if it's a work question, we'll, we'll slink away. Yeah, and we'll yeah, hide under a desk. Yeah. But when it comes to like, hey, who who said this in this issue or this series or whatever, we'll pop right up and answer. Yeah, I'm your guy who's who didn't know anything about comics until probably the first Iron Man movie came out, and then suddenly I had all these questions for these two. And oh yeah, first three. it was Tom, and then he wrote Michael into this. So. <laughs> it's unfortunate. So have you I seen mean, Civil great. War? Now we're going tomorrow though. Oh nice, nice. I, that's actually funny when uh, we talked on we talked around noon mm -hmm. on Friday, and you had seen it, and then I saw you like at 1:30, and you wanted to know if I'd seen yeah. it. <laughs> Well, so that's good. I heard it was a good movie. It was a really good movie. It was oh, really yeah. well written. Marvel does really well these characters and movies where it's, even if you don't like comics, if you don't read comics, if you never like comics, you can watch one of these movies or these Netflix series and, and enjoy it. You know, how when did Iron Man come out? Six years ago? That I was a while know. back, yeah. Right? But I would have... Movies I haven't have wanted to see... I would not have wanted to know more about, like, the... I guess the random characters, yeah. the non-main characters, yeah. if it wasn't for Marvel. Because yeah. then I'm like, oh, wait, there's other stuff out there? Yeah. And so, it, <laughs> yeah, like, I would never have heard of Deadpool if it wasn't... Well, that's not true. If the internet told me about Deadpool. Uh, but memes. I wouldn't have wanted to see that movie seven years ago. I think 
Ant-Man right. is probably the best example of that. Of that. Yeah, yeah, so when, very when true. When someone's asking you about Ant-Man lore and has Ant-Man questions, and it's kind of surreal to sit there and think like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're asking well, and, us yeah, about Ant-Man. Yeah, he has fans. And, it, and it's everywhere. Like, I'm I'm kind of a board game guy, as you're aware, mm-hmm. and I have that Marvel Legendary game, or Legendary Marvel, actually, and I have all these random heroes in there, and there's a guy, I think his name is like Iron Fist or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know who that was, and he's a pretty good set of Danny cards. Man. Right, yep. and mm-hmm. I was asking you guys about that, mm-hmm. and then I have my Daredevil questions, and what's this Justice League for Daredevil? And you corrected me and called it something else, and yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm I'm that guy. I'm, I mean, it it's got to be cool that the stuff that you guys grew up with, the stuff that you guys like, just loved. Yeah, and you know, yep. forget everyone else, forget what everybody else thinks, just the stuff that you loved, and it's now becoming I, pop culture, man. It wasn't it really is. It wasn't considered cool. When we were growing yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if it's it almost feels like you're it's redeemed like, a little bit to say, "Told you it was do you cool." Guys, do you guys have any like, oh, but the comic book industry sold out now or anything like that? No, no, no I'm, not, right, I'm good, not on that good. boat. We all were right, good. We had um, uh, Mario here. No, was it Mario that was asking about that? Oh no, well maybe it wasn't Mario. Someone was asking me. Mario Garcia. Yeah, Mario. Oh, dude, yeah. dude. Shout out to Mario, dude. All right. No, Why I believe it was. I mean, he was asking me if if um, if I get like upset that like the yes. the, the stuff that I read growing up everyone's you know knows it now and do i feel like it's like my stuff and i don't man i really like that people are talking about freaking iron man yeah iron man it, was such he was honestly he was a lame character growing i mean it, a little it, bit got, of lame it got my wife into that stuff yeah. she, we used to we had we, we have this thing where we go to palm desert every year for mother's day except for this year yeah. um and i dragged her to a movie and it was iron man and she didn't want to see it really yeah so it worked out you know, yeah. it all kind of latched everybody on. Like, well, this movie's great. Yes, it was. Dude, Very the much. Guardians of the Galaxy. Those were characters that weren't even, like, on my radar. I and, knew and, but of that's, them. You could thank Thomas for that. Because no. I would never have gone to see that in the uh. theater. But he was, he was, you know, is this a PG-rated podcast? How much? Basically, Thomas had the entire time he was talking about this and he couldn't stop so so yeah it feels good to to see these stories go out and in, in, into like pop culture yeah and for people to actually like them best part is like they're critically good like yeah like you go to see a marvel movie and it's a well okay except iron man 3 and it's yeah. a good movie and maybe thor 2 oh i said it what tom um so they're good movies yeah. like even like if you've never seen one you're like this is a really good movie it's definitely good to watch them as as a whole as a series well, to watch all of them yeah, but yeah, you yeah. can watch any one of these movies on their own they still hold up yep you know green lantern, green lantern was a bad movie <laughs> you took my joke what were you saying <laughs> well I was, I was waiting for you to ask okay so what's your favorite superhero right like yeah. you asked my kids and i was gonna say well i've only really seen the movies and by far it was probably green lantern <laughs> was i was gonna totally movie? do that and then you guys are probably gonna hear tom choking me in the background <laughs> um so what's your favorite movie, Nick? My favorite movie? Yeah. Marvel movie? Any movie. It's well, my yeah, my uh, the Godfather. <laughs> it's still the it's still a Godfather Part Two. It, that movie's kind of timeless, but since it's a comic book podcast, I mean, I'm gonna have a favorite comic book movie. But it's still the Dark Knight, no matter still the Dark what Knight. I've seen. I really like Guardians of the Galaxy because mm. of my family; they just love sure. that. But Dark Knight kind of for me is like I don't know. I'm all about the villains yeah. most of the time, and he, Heath and, and for for that movie, Stole it was show. just. 
just amazing. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say that I wouldn't. My mind can't be changed. That goes into. I'll, I'll just answer your question for you because I want to tell everybody what my favorite superhero is. It's still Batman because he don't need no superpowers. He doesn't. He just needs a lot of money. It's a billion, billions, um, and billions of dollars. A lot of money. Dude. Type of stuff that I hear at work all the time. Yeah, this everyone. is actually what we talk about. This <laughs> is like pretty much Tuesday. It's like we're it's 9 like a, a random day. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. a random yeah. day. Yeah. So, but this is why uh, Tom and I decided to start podcasting because this is what we talk about at work. When I listened to your podcast, the uh, Star Wars one, yeah. I was just like, it's the same stuff we've already yeah. talked about. So if you could have any superpower, what would it be, Nick? This is kind of a, this is a very male answer, mm-hmm. but my, I wouldn't actually want a superpower. I just want to be the Joker because Harley Quinn is amazing. That's why? Um, that's probably <laughs> why. Um, but no, okay. Uh, superpower. I never really thought about it, but with the exception of the movie being horrible, I think Green Lantern's little ring thing that he has. Yeah. Really, it's not really superpower either, is it, though? He gets the power from the ring, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. You get better. So I mean, that's, it, I, just, it, I guess it, I just want one of those rings. Because then you can do anything you want. You can make something to let you fly. Or like be one of the Wonder Twins. I can always be form of water, you know, (laughs) because... You know, water's an amazing thing. Yeah. Have you seen the Robot Chicken where uh, it's like the Justice League special? You know, everybody in the Justice League flies except for Batman. Yeah. So you know, they they all kind of you know, they all jump up in the air and start flying. And Green Lantern looks over at Batman, and, and Batman's like, "Don't put me in a bubble, dude. Don't put me in a bubble, man. It's really demeaning." <laughs> and he and then Green Lantern's looking at him and kind of t- tilts his head to the side. And then the next scene is like Batman sitting in a little you know in a little green boat from Green Lantern yeah <laughs> and he has his arms up like he's on a roller coaster like yay this is like amazing. in a little sailboat I haven't seen Batman vs Superman yet you haven't seen it no mm. I won't see it I'll see it when it comes out on Netflix but if you guys would have been all, oh my god go see it I would have seen it no, already go see Civil War right yeah now. yeah Stop right but but, I, but you guys War. didn't I'm surprised you haven't asked me since I sat down yeah. have you seen Civil War I asked you, you said yeah, again though no. it's been like oh, five minutes right so how's the how's the the board game what's the game you're playing it's called Legendary Marvel it's a deck building card game where you have a row of heroes um, who you can recruit into your hand, mm-hmm. your deck of cards, and then you're trying to kill the villains on the board as well as the masterminds. So masterminds are like your major villains, like, yeah. like Magneto and Apocalypse and Mephisto and guys like that. The so big it's a heavy cooperative hitters. game with you Very and co- players? It's, a, it's, a co- it's called a semi-co-op, meaning you're all trying to kill the villain uh-huh. or to kill the mastermind, but when you kill people um, in the game, you actually get to take their card into your victory pile, uh-huh. and those points add up at the end of the game. So oh, if I you see. beat the game, you all win, but there is an overall winner, whoever has yeah. the most points. I have the base game. I have a Dark City expansion, which is a lot of the Daredevil people. Oh, um, what? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It, it comes There's with, a Daredevil expansion? Well, no, the Dark City expansion comes with like a lot of the New York vigil, City vigilante stuff, vigilante type. stuff yeah. right? Like but Daredevil Season 2, I wouldn't have known this. I played the game a lot, watched mm-hmm. Daredevil Season 2, and there's this there's this villain group of like 10 cards called Hand Ninjas, and I yeah. didn't know what they were. Yeah. And now after I've seen it, I was like, I know what those guys yeah. are! I hate those guys, <laughs> right? Um, and we just bought the Guardians of the Galaxy expansion oh, dude. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, it kind of makes the game easier because you get, I guess, pieces of, uh, I forget I forget now the name of the... Infinity in, Stones? Infinity, Infinity Gems or whatever Infinity they're Gems, called. Yeah. Right, and you can use those to add to your attack. Oh, that's cool, man. I We gotta play that game, dude. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. No, if you guys man. ever want me to come by and just talk about whatever random board game I'm playing, I'd be happy to. Um, we, should do a, we should do some sort of like a comic-based board game special. And it doesn't even have to be either... Marvel or DC. I know there's some just basic Yeah, generic- there's a very good yeah. comic board game called Sentinels of the Multiverse. Um, when you had Mario on here earlier, it's like his favorite game. Yeah? Um, and it's, for me, it's very finicky. There's a lot of chits, a lot of different pieces you have to mess with. 
but uh-huh. basically you're going through, through like comic book uh, panels during oh, the game. Wow. It's it's pretty cool. That's all I know about it, though. You have it? I do not have it. Oh, you do not have it? No, it's um, I, I'm a family game guy, so I I get games that I know that my my oldest daughter, sure. who's ten, can play, and that one's like fourteen or fifteen and up. There's just no way she just. Thank you know, man. I'll take all your time. On. Of course, man. Anytime. This is actually pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> pretty easy, right? <laughs> Nick was like, no, but I can't. Did you well, see me look at Tom when I said that? Because I don't like him being right. Like, if yeah. you're right, I'm like, oh, Michael, you know, you're right, bro. It's yeah. awesome. But then Tom was right. And I just go, hey. <laughs> All right, I'm rambling. Thanks. That'd be your superhero power? Rambling. Rambling? No. Super rambler? Super rambler. That's what I do. Thanks, I'm, man. I'm good. Thanks, you're man. Good. Thanks you're for good. having me. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Comic Relief Podcast. We'll hope you join us next time as we continue to discuss all things comic book related. And until then, make mine Marvel. And see. And independent. Don't forget to check us out at comicreliefpodcast.com or you can visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash comicreliefpodcast or go to our YouTube channel www.youtube.com forward slash comicreliefpodcast podcast and finally there is our twitter page which is twitter.com forward slash comic relief podc i'd like to give a special shout out to travis richards who did the music for the comic relief podcast visit his website at www.travisarichards.com Alright, what's your name? My name is Felicia. Felicia. Hi, Felicia. Hi. Felicia, what is your favorite uh, character? From what? From comic books. Anything. Comic books, sci-fi. Anything? Anything. Memes? (laughs) Memes? Memes. No memes. Why not memes? Which is your favorite meme? My mental state. (laughs) Your mental state is your favorite meme? No. Uh... It's that boy is my favorite movie. Oh, that, that boy is the um, the frog on the unicycle with the little uh, rainbow umbrella. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's one of the newer memes out there uh, circulating right now. Yeah. It's kind of replacing the uh, the Pepe. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of folks are saying that the, the Pepe is kind of going the way of, uh, of you know, retired memes. No, no. He, he's still out there. He's still out there? He's yeah. still doing it? Yeah. Oh. He still has a spot in my heart. 
Oh, of course, right? He's going the way of Rage Comics, though, unfortunately. Thank God. Rage Comics are annoying. <laughs> they are. They're, they're very last month. They're very last year, actually. Last month? Yeah. You mean two years ago? Yeah, maybe two years ago. They're like 2011 memes. 2011? Yeah. Did the, did the internet even exist back then? I don't know. You're the one that lived for like 30 years, right? Jeez. Okay, I'm sorry. Throw you under the bus. Um, the salt. She usually the table. keeps me humbled. Yeah. Keeps me grounded. Throws salt. Tells me I'm old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. All I heard after funny. Nick after Nick listens to, listen to our podcast is just just corrections and edits. <laughs> like, uh, dude, oh, that's true. Well, yeah. actually, um, yeah. well, you see, uh, actually, when you said he was, it, he was you using know. the dark side to um, yeah. get stronger <laughs> and. Um, Actually, according to his midi-chlorian count. We actually <coughs> just watched that last night for the first time since it came out on Blu-ray. The Force Awakens? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it Snoke's totally Voldemort, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Marsha made a comment. My, wobbly, my lovely wife, Marsha, made a comment. She goes, she goes, well, I guess since he couldn't get Harry Potter, he's going to try to get the <laughs> gonna try to get the last Jedi now. And I was just, my girls got it. They thought it was really funny. we got to play that game. Absolutely. Even though Thomas isn't going to accept your invite. No, Tom won't come. He'll have something better to do, as usual. He's so, just so everybody knows, we, we know where Tom's... God, it's like we're at work. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, it's just like we're at work, but we know where... I understand where Tom's <laughs> legions are. I mean, he has no. Dungeons and Dragons. He has everything else like that. But I would have liked to know him prior the day before yeah. versus the day of, you yeah. know. And that would be nice. Instead of like, oh, yeah, sorry, I can't make it. No, no, no. I am not blaming Amy for any of this. Amy is an amazing purpose She's a person. Sweetheart. Amy She's is an amazing sweetheart. person she and has to put so up with hard. Tom's crap all the time. Oh God, there is so no good. way, ungrateful. no way I would ungrateful. ever oh blame God. her for anything. No You're insane. No and I can't believe she let you have that beard. I just can't believe she allows the beard either. I mean, Jesus. that right there... You gotta look at it every day. Yeah, you have to wake oh up and be like, homeless man! Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. How many times has she punched you when she's woken up thinking she had a home invader? <laughs> it is like we're at work right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, totally. Totally. Except All right. now Amy gets to hear it, too. Yeah. Yeah, well. She gets to chip in. Well, uh... What's up, Ames? <laughs> Did you get pizza? Yeah. Okay. I brought you guys sandwiches. Right. Good, how are you? Thank you. Do you want your pizza, Mario? Oh, yeah, I got it. It's <laughs> about to walk away. Thank you for listening to the Comic Relief Podcast. We'll hope you join us next time as we continue to discuss all things comic book related. And until then, make mine Marvel. Fantasy. And independent. Don't forget to check us out at comicreliefpodcast.com or you can visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash comicreliefpodcast or go to our YouTube channel www.youtube.com forward slash comicreliefpodcast and finally there is our Twitter page which is twitter.com forward slash comicreliefpodcast P-O-D-C. I'd like to give a special shout out to Travis Richards, who did the music for the Comic Relief Podcast. Visit his website at www.travisarichards.com.